The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Welcome to PR Insider. We're a few days before Valentine's Day. Um, and today we're going to not talk about love. We're going to talk real practical, hands-on uh, marketing material. So get your pens ready. Our guest today is Peter Martin. He's president of Cactus Sky Communications, which is um, one of the nation's premier email marketing agencies. Um, they have a whopping 95% email delivery rate and less than half a percent of unsubscribe rate. I'm always unsubscribing, so I'm curious how he does that. And the company delivers its email through spam filters and firewalls and tracks the recipient's actions or click-throughs. Uh, he's, uh, he's also the founder of a company called AskPatty.com. It's the number one rated automotive advice site for women, and he's the creator of the certified female-friendly training program designed to assist car dealers to sell and provide exceptional customer service to women. And he started his automotive career in 1987 with the uh, Richard Ford organization and was part of the team that took the dealership to the number one retail uh, dealer status within the Ford Motor Company, um, and he's got a very keen insight into advertising and marketing, and he's a regular speaker and author. Peter, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate what a nice introduction that was, one of the things <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to do the Valentine's tie-in, but it didn't quite work, but whatever. Um, so tell me first about, you know, Cactus Guy and what you try to do for uh, your, your um, clients. Well, my background, as you mentioned, is traditional advertising. I came out of the traditional advertising world, and when the digital um, media came along and websites became a popular and, and now they, what they are today, I, I saw that as um, something that was going to be very popular and got involved with that. So I've tried to take my experience with traditional advertising and really just communicating with uh, people and consumers primarily and brought that online. And what we have always tried to do at Cactus Guy is to be an innovator, try to always stay ahead of the power curve, always watching what's going on. Because as you know, the Internet is changing dramatically. Just yesterday, Facebook came out with a whole bunch of new changes and just changed the, the way that uh, they do things. So it's always an evolving, um, an evolving marketing medium. And in order to be successful, you have to, number one, understand it, but number two, be able to change with it. Wow. And that's what we try to do for our clients is really to help guide them and work with them and share with them new ideas and new ways to do things just to help them better communicate with uh, their, their, their prospects. How do you, I mean, because how do you get this, this incredible 95% uh, email delivery rate and, and half, less than half a percent unsubscribe rate? How does that, is that over time? You know, is that, is that unsubscribe rate, uh, for the first send-through, or is that unsubscribe rate forever? How, does, how do you measure that, and how do you achieve that? 
Well, we track we track all of our email campaigns. We can track a couple things that give us a little bit of a competitive advantage in the marketplace. We can track how many people actually open the email. We can also track how many people have read the email, and that's very important because of what we do. Because by maintaining a relationship and a conversation with people, you're going to always be able to deepen that relationship. And also, by knowing what they're interested in and respecting that relationship, you're not sending a lot of garbage material. You're not sending a lot of just junk out there. Because what happens is when you start sending a lot of stuff that is untargeted, you're not really doing a very good job of developing a relationship with anyone. And that's when people start unsubscribing. And that's quite interesting uh, tie-in with you know some of the stuff going on with the social media today because social media is all about relationships and providing the right amount of content with the right um, frequency. A lot of people make the mistake of sending too much out. So over the years, we've kind of developed some different processes, and we believe, for example, that you should not be sending out more than two emails a month to your prospect database. If you're sending out more than two, you're really becoming intrusive. Mm-hmm. You could possibly squeeze a third one in there in your communication stream if it's an e-newsletter. And it has to be a true e-newsletter. A lot of people will brand something an e-newsletter, but it's nothing but a sales message. And people are smart. They see that and they're like, you know what, I'm going to unsubscribe. I'm tired right. of it. Right. We have a big message of authenticity on the show. I mean, it comes up almost every, every show um, that, you know, online marketing and advertising has brought up and social uh, networking and social media has brought up Authenticity is the core. I mean, people will know when you're selling. Now, where exactly. did you come up with the, the, the figure two to three a month, just based on testing, or you, you actually know that? Oh, no. We've been doing this, um, we've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, my background goes back to when um, websites started uh, becoming popular, and this is back in, you know, 88, 89, in the early 90s, and we really focused on email marketing because we, we took our shift, and we actually, um, one of my previous companies, we were the innovators of video email. And back in the day, we were the first people to actually be able to deliver a video email into an inbox. Today, as most people know, you can't actually deliver a video into an inbox. It doesn't play. Um, you have to say it's a video email, and people will click on a link, and it takes them to a landing page where the video is hosted. Back when we created the technology, and actually um, I have the patents um, pending on that technology, going way back to those days. So we have been doing email marketing for a very long time, and we have always been working to do it better than the, the next player. Going back to that same message, and the reasoning behind that is email is all about building relationships. And why we're able to keep our um, unsubscribe rates so low and our delivery rate so high is, unlike a lot of companies out there that believe email is a marketing tool, which it absolutely positively is not, there's companies out there that sell spam and they sell email blasts. And the fact of the matter is you can go spend your money with them, but I can promise you you're probably not going to be very happy afterwards because they're going to send out an email campaign for you and you're not going to get the results you wanted. Because if you think about it, if somebody just sends you a email trying to sell you a product, how likely are you to actually buy that product? Very unlikely. Not, yeah. Well, me, no, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big skeptic. Maybe there are people who do. I don't know. There's a very, very small percentage, unless you're a brand name. Like, for example, I'll give you a good example. We have two restaurants where I live in Sarasota. One happens to be a Chili's, Mm -hmm. and there's another one called the River House. Mm -hmm. Both are beautiful restaurants, and we do campaigns for both restaurants. 
okay. the results for chilies are two to three times higher than they are for Riverhouse. Same the kind of campaign. Same campaign, same database, same coupons, same basic coupons um, going to the same database. We send them different times, of course, for the test. But my point being is when you have a national brand that has um, some weight behind it, whether it be Coca-Cola or Chili's or Dave & Buster's, but a national brand, those type of straight marketing campaigns will do better than another unnamed local business. And that goes to my point is it's about a relationship. People know who Chili's are, is. And when they open up that email, they know there's a coupon and there's going to be some sort of savings. People don't know who the Riverhouse is. They may have driven by it, but for the most part, it's a blind advertisement. So what I tell people and my clients is very simple. Email is all about building relationships. Consistent, honest communication will build a relationship. And it's not always about selling something. Mm -hmm. It's about providing information and content. And that's why we have a low unsubscribe rate, because we're not beating people over the head with emails that are constantly trying to sell them something. We're sharing some information with them. We're giving them something to think about. We're giving them a coupon, an offer, maybe an online contest. It has to be fun and engaging. Right. So if you were to have a company, let's say like this restaurant you just mentioned in your town, and they wanted to do something where, through email, and you're telling them only two to three a month, two is better, and, and you want them to provide, let's say, content or some kind of information, something they, they value added for the reader, what what could they possibly send that I would that would interest me if I was to get one in there my inbox? Well, coupons today are a very hot commodity. Um, everybody is very hot on coupons because of the economy. They're looking for ways to save money, so coupons are a great thing to provide in there. The other thing is to talk about what you're doing for other people. Um, depending on what type of business it is, we have you know we have a, a pest control company, mm-hmm. and they've been very successful because. They're not always coming to you telling you that they're a great pest control company, but they will tell you about, you know, a couple months ago we had a problem with fire ants. It was a big problem with fire ants. Um, this, month, this month the campaign is talking about uh, termites because now because of the, the moisture in the ground, the termites are starting to swarm. So they talk about what's going on. So you can talk about what's going on in a local area and talk about what you're doing for your business. A great thing to do is to use testimonials or actually case studies. Here's what we did for this company. Here's what we did for this company over mm-hmm. here. I have another company. It's a company called Inside Sales. They're like a, a large company that works with Salesforce. Well, they recently became one of the most popular applications um, that is used by people who have Salesforce. So we sent out an email talking about that, and we saw an incredible spike in their numbers because if you're currently using a product and now another product is a add-on or will help it do a better job, it's going to have interest to you, right? So, I mean, it's it's amazing that you can that you can sort of measure all of this, and and people want. I mean, people want information. I mean, when you're talking to me, it makes it makes perfect sense. I'm not going to open something unless it, it applies to me. Otherwise, I know they're trying to sell me something. And I think everybody feels that way. So, is email the primary tool that you have clients doing to sell, or are there other uh, ways that you do other tools that you use the internet. Well, well, email is our primary tool, and and, uh-huh. and you mentioned something that I just want to touch on for a second. Oh, okay. When people do click, like you click on something or you open something, one of the nice things about our ability to 
analyze what goes on when someone opens an email campaign. Uh-huh. Besides reading, we can actually see where they clicked. So if I were to send you an email and you clicked on something, and for example, say in that email there was an article, mm-hmm. and you were to click on that article, I now know you have some level of interest in that article. I'll give you a more specific example. One of our clients is a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. And if I were to send you an email, and on that email you clicked on a link um, for perhaps a facelift. <gasps> we do now say? know you've got... I'm <laughs> Peter, I don't even know you that well. <laughs> I don't need a facelift yet. Um, okay, so I click on a facelift, and... Okay. Well, it's also Valentine's time, so, I mean, okay. I don't, they have a lot of other services. I mean, I'm not sure what okay. women like, but but I just threw a facelift out because we just did a campaign for a facelift, so I'm sorry. Um, but you clicked on the link for the, to learn more about the facelift. We now know that you are a hand raiser for a potential facelift. Mm. So what we do, our system will see that, and what happens is we then have a series of follow-up emails that are now very specific talking about a facelift. It may send you an email the first week thanking you for your interest. The next week it might tell you a little bit more about a facelift. Then it might have um, a Before and after pictures that would engage Before anybody. and after. Exactly, because now we know that you're interested in a facelift. We're going to give you information that you've specifically, you know, by clicking on that link, indicated you have an interest in. And what we have found, because of our ability to watch and monitor this, mm-hmm. those campaigns sometimes have as high as a 50 to 60% read rate. And I want to know, because we're going to take a break in a second, but I want to know how you know that people are actually reading the emails. That's what I find fascinating. So, all right, we're going to be back with more from um, Peter Martin, president of Cactus Sky. Sounds like we all need his service desperately. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What is whole person healing via body, via mind, and via spirit? It's a dedication to the widest selection of healing practices worldwide whenever possible. Hosted by Professor Rustin Roy, a noted material scientist and the founder of Friends of Health, who will be here each weekend with the most in-depth information about whole person healing from the world's leading practitioners, spokespersons, and major supporters for this viewpoint. Tune in every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You want to know the inside scoop on how today's leaders do business? How they hire and develop top talent? 
How do they retain top employees and customers? Tune in to Leadership Leverage on the Voice America Business Channel. Every week, Dr. Robert Denker will offer ideals and facilitate discussion with guests that will help shape today's up-and-coming leaders as well as establish leaders in their fields. Listen for Leadership Leverage every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again. I'm on with Peter Martin, president of Cactus Sky, and we're learning all about email marketing. Uh, welcome back, Peter. Thank you. Uh, by the way, the website is cactussky.com. Uh, where'd you come up with a name for that? Actually, it's quite funny. Back in the, when the dot-com started to boom, I was in Arizona meeting a client, and I'm driving around thinking of domain names. And I looked over, and I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and there was a beautiful saguaro cactus with the uh, the red mountains behind it and the sun shining through, and I said, wow, that's just beautiful. And I went back to my hotel room. I looked it up, and it happened to be available. I bought it, and I had the domain for probably 11 years before I finally used it. Mm. And so, so it is a little romantic story for this pre-Valentine's show that has nothing to do with Valentine's Day. Very good. I knew we'd, we knew we'd, we knew we'd find a tie-in. So we were talking about reading um, email. How do you know when someone's reading your email? Well, we actually have a timer that we embed in the email. So when they open up the email, we have a little timer that gets set off. And if someone keeps it open for over six seconds, we consider that a read. Okay. Because if you think about it, most people that get on there and they get off, you know, so that's really just an open. It is not an exact science because a lot of people will read their email in the preview pane. But if somebody actually opens the email, we, are, we know that they have opened it, so we register it as a read, mm-hmm. and then we uh, can go from there. And then you have to factor in the open the email, uh, something's boiling over in the stove and the dog ran out on the street, people that <laughs> leave their email open. <laughs> but, yes, so there's, so there's a little uh, room for fault, but basically you have a, you have a very good way of measuring uh, for overall. And then you were talking earlier, too, about, and I, and I know it's a patent that you have um, pending, but, but this video email, uh, why aren't we seeing that? Why can't I open up my email and see a direct video in there? Well, with a lot of the changes to the Internet over time, they've been putting those because there was a big problem with viruses. So they didn't want to have programs that would open in an email client that could be uh, self-activating and could possibly um, create a virus or would you know, launch viruses. So that's why they've put a lot of different security measures in there. Now, I'm predicting that within the next two years, there will be some changes and you will actually be able to um, have a video play in the inbox. But back in the day when we first did this and we went and put the first uh, patents in, we actually could deliver a video email even into AOL, which AOL was one of the toughest um, browsers to get into. And the problem we had back in those days was the bandwidth. You know, we would have to build a video email, and we would actually have three different versions. We'd have a dial-up version. We'd have a high-speed for the few people that had high-speed, and then we also had a downloadable version just because – 
most people couldn't see the video. So it was a great idea. It looked wonderful, but unfortunately it was a little ahead of its time. I'm on your website. I'm changing the subject a little bit. I'm on your website, and I'm seeing this email matching. Can you tell us what that is? Email matching um, is one of my favorite products. And why it's such an exciting product is, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Are you there? Yeah, but sorry about that. Um, email matching is a great product. A lot of people know it as email appending. Um, I changed the name of email appending to email matching because I would go out there and try and sell it, and i tell somebody, would you like me to do some email appending for you? They, they look at me like I was crazy and throw me out of their office. So email matching was a little bit simpler because, quite frankly, there's a lot of companies out there that have large customer bases, but they have no email addresses of their customers. We have the ability of taking their customer database and cross-referencing their database with our database of millions and millions of email addresses. And on average, we can provide a company back 20 to 30% of their customers with good, valid email addresses. So How now is it company, that companies today don't have the email addresses of their customers? I, I'm, I'm floored by this. Well, is it like an old database that they're still operating on from 10 years ago? You know, it's, it, it amazes me too, but it's very difficult to collect email addresses. When I, when I first, um, this was about seven years ago, was when I started Cactus Sky. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I was working for a very large direct mail company. Mm-hmm. And that direct mail company, we would specialize in automotive, car dealerships. And car dealerships usually have large databases, 40, 50, 60,000 people that have come through the dealership for either sales or service. And what we had found is when we were looking at the dealer's data, out of like over 1 million pieces of mail that we sent that one year, there was only about 2 to 3% of those dealers' databases that actually had email addresses. And what we had found and why this really became popular was we found that when we combined direct mail with direct email, a two-pronged marketing approach, we saw a spike, and increase in our response rate. So I saw a great opportunity, so I created the product email matching, and we went out and started selling it to car dealers because the average car dealer out there has less than 3 to 5%, even today, of their customers' email addresses. It's a very low, per- low percentage. Should be the first, you know, one of the first questions they ask you when you walk in the door, when you call. Let me have your phone number and your email address and your your name. It's crazy. Okay. But most, most people don't have it. It's I just we just did it for a large um, large air conditioning company down here, and they had no email addresses. They had all of these customers they've done work for, and not a single email address. And it's, you're talking sixty thousand. So to have to hire people to get on the phone is is prohibitive. Yeah. And, and the process takes about two to three weeks. We clean the data, we provide it, and the nice thing about it is the client only pays for a good, valid email. So wow. now we're giving them back 10, 20, 30% of their customers with good, valid email addresses that they can now start marketing and keeping in contact with their customers. Because you know and I know the most cost-effective marketing is to market your existing customers. Right, right. They bought from you before, they'll come again. Um, so also on your website, I'm seeing, um, we, we talked a little bit about email marketing, but then I see search engine optimization marketing. Now, I, everybody knows what SEO, market, uh, SEO is, but what do you mean by SEO marketing? Well, SEO marketing, search engine, um, well, you've got search engine optimization, search engine marketing, which is more Google AdWords, uh-huh. you know, and doing that. And we've taken it kind of to another level with that. 
because now the new buzz phrase, which you're going to hear in 2011, is actually SMO. Ooh, I love it. I love the new, I knew, love the new. What is SMO? Social Media Optimization. Oh, okay. Well, here we go again. We're going to get into it. Okay. Tell me what you're doing with that and how it's working in your company. I want to hear well, that, that is the new buzz right now because everybody knows about social media. It's been one of the hottest things. Facebook is just literally just growing by leaps and bounds. As I mentioned yesterday, they just made some more changes. They are making their fan pages that much more robust, more interactive, giving you more opportunity. But social media is something that most companies are failing miserably at because they're not paying attention to it. Right. But one of the statistics I just read the other night, which kind of blew my mind, was mm-hmm. 78% of the people surveyed, mm-hmm. um, 78% of the people surveyed, felt that peer recommendations was very important. People yeah. trust their friends, and we we lovingly call people that are on Facebook Facebookers. Right. And if you're on Facebook and you are like most people who are you know, have Facebook on their iPhone or on their Android. They're doing it wherever they are. They're doing it on the run. They're doing it, but they're always on Facebook. Those people have a relationship with Facebook, and through that network, they also connect with other Facebookers. So if you go to a website, and on that website, you're thinking about doing business with that company, and on there, there's a little Facebook um, box there, and it says, 1,875 people like this site. Mm -hmm. Well, if I'm a Facebooker and there's 1,800 other Facebookers that like this site and like this company, that's a pretty good peer recommendation. Well, it's not quite a peer recommendation because you may not know them, but but it certainly certainly makes you stop and look, right? I mean... Of course, of course. I think it's your friend. You know, you, you, you go a lot to who your friends are if you have people in common, too. But, yeah, I mean, Facebook is is, uh, is, is rocking it right now, of course. Um, so we, we know, you know, we know social media is not, not just a fad, or do we? Do we think it's just a fad and this is going to be, in you know, 20 years from now, people are not going to be using these, or is this just going to keep growing, or is it all going to merge into one? Well, email? I don't believe it is fat at all. I mean, if you look at the growth of Facebook, it's just been phenomenal with the growth of Facebook. And if you look at other channels like LinkedIn and Twitter, how they have grown, it is definitely not going to be a, not a fat. If you, because people, it goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's all about building relationships. Today, people don't want to be sold. They want to build, you need to build a relationship with them. If you want to be an effective marketer, whether you're doing it through email marketing or direct mail or one-to-one, it's all about relationships. I think Zig Ziglar said it best, people don't buy because of price. They buy because they like you, or they don't buy because they don't like you. Right. So it's all about you know, building that relationship. And one of the things that we've been very effective in doing is combining email marketing with social media. And we've used the two to build each other. Because social media is very important after the sale is made. Email marketing is very important to help get the sale made because you've got to build a relationship initially. Right. Once you have that relationship, then you can draw them into a deeper relationship through oh, social I'm media. I'm getting the music. I couldn't tell whether we were getting the music or not, but we did. I'm going to have to cut you off for a second, but we'll come back and we're going to talk more about social media optimization.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show welcome back again and i hope i'm the first show to say um smo search mem- social media optimization i'm on with president of cactus sky communications cactusguy.com peter martin welcome back again peter oh thank you for having me and so so the social media optimization last week i had a guest on the show and we were talking about like clout.com which is like the first time i'd heard of it and i got went on right on the air and i saw but my cloud score was very good. It was very niche markety and um, right on target and my growth rate was good. And do you have any websites that you like that you recommend for measuring your social media optimization? You know, really the way we measure it is we look at the number of fans. Uh-huh. For example with Facebook, we look at the number of people that you are linked in with. 
for example, with business, LinkedIn is, I believe, one of the best tools available because it gives you the opportunity to, you know, link and become associated with the right type of people that you're looking to communicate with. Why does um, LinkedIn take precedence over? This is what I can't get past. It, it sort of seems like it, it is Facebook. Why is you know, why do we need LinkedIn and Facebook? Well, LinkedIn is very much for business. It's a very professional. They keep it very clean. Facebook is very social. I mean, you still have a lot of people getting on Facebook and putting ridiculous posts on there. You know, I just had breakfast. I mean, I just had a cup of coffee. Right. You know, people don't really care, but a lot of people like to share those things. So Facebook is very social. It has more pictures. Where LinkedIn has been able to maintain a level of professionalism where it's very much about business. People aren't just up there throwing posts on there that are irrelevant because what they're using LinkedIn for, for example, I'll give you a perfect example of what I use my LinkedIn for. I I have a lot of people that are looking for jobs. I've got a fairly extensive LinkedIn network. So if I have a friend of mine or somebody I know that is looking for a job, I will invite them to LinkedIn, and then if it's an opportunity for me to connect them with somebody who might be hiring, I use that as kind of a way to help other people you know, get connected because what I found today is you can send out all the resumes in the world, but unless you really have a contact or a way to get into somebody, your likelihood of getting a good job is a lot lower. LinkedIn has been something I've been able to use to help some people get jobs because I've been able to connect them with the right people. Right. And I've and been sort of ignoring LinkedIn. I just feel like it's, just, it's like I, I, I sort of feel like, oh, I should just get my Facebook business page up better running, you know, to, to, to stay on top of things. But um, so you're Let saying it has relevancy, and you should. So we have to do the LinkedIn, and the, and the Facebook, and then of course Twitter. What do you feel about Twitter? Well, let's finish on LinkedIn for a second. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. One of the things I found with LinkedIn, I I do what the, we, I do a Monday motivational. I've got about 2,800 people that I send a Monday motivational out to every Monday. It's a little quote to help them cheer up their Monday morning, mm-hmm. and. I watch that database. So anyone I'm doing business with or prospecting, I put into my Monday motivational because it's my way to touch them every week where I'm not trying to sell them something. I've never sent anything out to them trying to sell them something. But I just touch base. Monday motivational is very clean. It's all about, hey, I'm just just being a friend. I'm giving you something to think about. Brighten your day on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I watch that database very carefully. I also have a prospect database of companies that I would like to do business with. And I market to them every month, and I'm sending them a marketing piece. I'm sending an invitation. I'm trying to touch base with them. There will be certain people that I will personally go after to try and earn their business. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy because they will not take my phone call. They will not return my emails. They will not respond to anything I do to get their attention. But every week they're reading my Monday motivationals. <laughs> and when I go into my LinkedIn account – Mm-hmm. and I send them a LinkedIn message, they respond. <laughs> it happens seven out of ten times. They will respond, and I will get them on the phone and say, you know what, I've sent you like four or five emails, and you've not responded once. Why is it that when I sent you my LinkedIn, well, you know, because LinkedIn is more important. Because oh, okay. I, guess it, All right. I, I, I kind of think about it. Well, you know, in order to do that, you've got to log into your LinkedIn account. Mm-hmm. You've got to go into the LinkedIn. You've got to look the person up mm-hmm. and then to send them a message. So there's a couple steps involved. So, when somebody sends you a message through the LinkedIn system, it must be important. Right. Okay. I see. And it's, I see. It's so the, oh, I see. So the so the so the fact that LinkedIn hasn't kept up and like you know you can have an icon on your on your cell phone has actually worked to its advantage. 
because they've made it a little bit, you know, a little bit more exclusive. Yeah, I don't know if that's intentional, but, you know, so far so good for them. So let's talk about um, the death of direct mail or the relevance of direct mail. Uh, is it, does it still have a place in the market, in your opinion? I think direct mail is always going to have a place in the market. It's definitely diminished, but people are very used to using direct mail, and they're going to continue to use direct mail because it does work. Mm-hmm. What we have found is when you combine the direct mail with direct email, you have a much higher success rate. I'll give you another example of how we've combined the two. Okay. When we're doing an email marketing campaign, for example, if you wanted for Sarasota, Sarasota, Florida, for example, we have 70,000 email addresses of people that live in Sarasota. Okay. So if you're a business and you want to market to those people, you could hire my company and we would send out emails on your behalf to those people. Now, we're going to have you know, a little bit higher response rate than direct mail because it's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. But what is nice about what we do is this. Since we're tracking the results, and say we've done four or five campaigns for you over a period of time, we can come back and say, here are the people that are clickers that actually went from the email to your website. Those people know who you are, and for some reason they went to your website to learn more about you. Mm. We can then give you those people their name, their address, in some cases their phone number, but most importantly we give the physical address. So now you take those people who have been engaging with your email campaigns and those people are great people to target with a direct mail campaign because they already know who you are and they have some level of a relationship with you. So sending them a direct mail piece, you're going to get a higher response rate. So instead of just sending out 5,000 pieces of mail to anybody in that area, at least now you can target those people and you're going after people that at least know who you are because at some point in the previous couple of months, they went to your website. Mm. So direct mail definitely does have a place, and if you use it effectively and combine it with direct email, for example, another thing that we do that works very well is we sandwich direct mail with an email before and an email after. Mm. So we'll send out the email that says, hey, Bob, Just want to let you know I'm sending you something very important to take a look at in your mailbox. Please keep your eye open. You should get it in the next two days. And then we wait three days after they should have gotten it, and we send, hey, Bob, did you have a chance to look at that piece of direct mail I sent you? Ah. If you haven't, click here, and we actually have the piece available electronically. Right. Wow. Um, Let's talk a little bit about websites. You were saying during the break that um, that websites are something that, people need to pay more attention to. Can you explain? Well, the, thing, the point I was saying is websites today um, are one of the most important marketing tools any business has. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets excited. They, they hear the new buzz. And for the last year, social media has been the buzz. The year before it was email marketing. The year before that it was search engine marketing. So it's always changing. There's always a new buzz. But the fact of the matter is, is everything is based upon your virtual storefront, your website. And I see this all the time where these companies get so excited about um, the new hot thing that they go out there and they start spending all of this money driving traffic back to a dinosaur of a website. They haven't updated the content on their website. They haven't changed the look and feel. The navigation doesn't work. They've got broken links. And you're spending all of this money to drive people back to your website, and your website doesn't work properly. We have clients that we turn down on a regular basis. They'll come to us and they want to hire us to do an email campaign. We'll look at their website and we'll say to them, why waste your money? Because all email is going to do is drive people back to your website. If your website doesn't work, why waste the money? 
Right. Fix your website first, and then, and then we'll talk. Exactly. And, getting and, your product in order. And what had happened was, and the reason why we originally got out of the website business was back in the day we were you know, charging a pretty penny for a website. And all of a sudden these websites came along and they're these templated sites and you can get a website for, you know, mm-hmm. $49.95. You can get a website for $200 a month. Car dealers were getting websites for $5.99 a month. But they were all the same. They were all generic and they really didn't do anything. And we had got out of that business because we look at it as a website as a marketing tool. It has to have reasons for people to engage. And number two, it has to have calls to action. And this ties back into what we started the conversation talking about was email. Mm -hmm. If you look at most websites today, they do a very poor job of providing any data capture elements. 78% of the people that go to a website leave and never return. And you spent all of this money to get somebody to come to your website. You've given them no reason to give you their email information or their contact information. So give us an example. Give us an example of how that would be put to action. Well, the best way to put it to action is um, having various links on your site. One of the things that we do extremely well is contests. People go to your website and you have some sort of contest. We have one client that they do something as simple as a $50 Walmart gift card. And every month they're getting a couple hundred people entering that contest. So now they've got a couple hundred people that have entered their contest to win a $50 Walmart gift card. But when you're entering a contest, what is kind of dynamic about that is you can ask a couple questions. Mm-hmm. So we ask a couple questions, and based upon the answers they've given to those questions, we now know how to market to those people. Mm-hmm. Another great way is ask the expert. Everybody going to the website for information. Well, if you're an expert, you need to talk about why you're the expert. I am the best right. builder in the state of Florida, and I can help you do this, this, and this. I am the best automotive person. Right. All right, we're getting the music again. We're going to have to take a little break. And this stuff's so fascinating to me, I can stay on forever. We'll be back in a minute with our guest, um, Peter Martin from TacticsGuy.com. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. 
you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show welcome back again i'm on with peter martin check out his web website cactussky.com and welcome back again peter thanks so in our last segment here i want to talk about we were talking about during the break about um, facebook and and uh, and the fan the importance of the fan page and the the fan base talk to talk to us about that well we started out talking a bit about facebookers and a lot of companies today are now setting up um, fan pages and the new release of Facebook, which just like it came out yesterday, so I'm not even completely versed on it yet, but they're making the fan page much more robust, giving you the ability to do more with it. Mm-hmm. And in essence, it becomes like a secondary website for your company. You can put a lot of tabs in there. We built one recently for a builder, and we put in the different tabs for the various sections like um, windows, doors, kitchen, remodeling, all those different things like that. So you can provide a lot more information, a lot more content. And the nice thing about your fan page and how we've been trying to tie together with all these pieces with email and direct mail and all these different components is when you're driving people to your fan page, you can get them to do certain things. For example, there was a Chick-fil-A restaurant who did a direct mail campaign. The direct mail campaign said, visit our fan page and like us and we will give you a free chicken sandwich, a coupon for a free chicken sandwich. They sent out 5,000 pieces of mail there were over 14,000 coupons redeemed. Whoa. It had an enormous success. So when you said they sent out mail, they sent out mail how? Direct mail. It was just standard direct mail. The direct mail postcard. Oh, and, I see. And, and they didn't postcard. send anything digitally? No, nothing digital. Wow. And that's why one of the new products we're launching next month is called the Social Twist because we can send out an enormous, for the same amount of money you send out 5,000 pieces of mail, we could send out, you know, 10 times that many direct pieces of direct email. The big difference is 
unlike direct mail, which you have to get the piece of direct mail, go to your computer, log on, and go to the, the fan page, with direct email, we're delivering it directly into your inbox. All the person has to do is click on the link, and now they're immediately over onto the fan page. Right. Um, and this is when we our new product we're launching next, next month. I believe it's going to be phenomenally successful based upon some of the tests we've done and some of the, the beta stuff we're working on. How do you get how does how does there's so much junk email out there? How does the business how do you make their that email stand out though? That's what that would be my big question. Well, the biggest key is and this is where a lot of people struggle. As a matter of fact, we work with a lot of large ad agencies because they want to get involved in direct email and they really don't know how to do it. Because it's not the same thing. You can't just take a newspaper ad or a direct mail piece and convert it into a um, piece of direct email. Because there's a couple of things you need to keep in mind. We call it the preview pane. That's your selling space. It's really the top couple inches at the top of the email. Because a lot of people are deciding whether or not they're going to open or delete the email based upon what it has in the preview pane. Mm-hmm. So it's all about building your message properly, having the right call to actions in the right places, the right links in there, and not the and subject line? I always thought it was the subject line. Well, the subject line is by far one of the most important aspects of getting the email open. Mm-hmm. And that's why what we do is we do split testing. We'll do different subject lines. We'll send out small segments with the different subject lines to see which one works best, which one draws best. Mm-hmm. And one of the areas that we've, we consider ourselves experts at Cactus Sky is we send out on average 500 email campaigns a month. We're pretty good at building subject lines because we know what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. There's certain phraseology that works, there's certain words that work. So if we find, you know, one subject line is working real well, we can incorporate that in for another client because that other client is probably going to be using, it'll be a different database, different group of people we're marketing mm-hmm. to, but we know which subject lines are working and which ones aren't. So when you're sending out the quantity that we're sending out on a monthly basis, it gives you a little bit of a competitive advantage against somebody who's sending out five or ten campaigns a month or a small business sending out one or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So um, how do you keep your, com- your companies from making Facebook, drawing traffic to Facebook rather than to their own website? Well, and that's why with Facebook, you have to have a well-designed Facebook fan page. It needs to be designed with links going back and forth to your website. For example on that one site I was telling you about with the windows. We'll have information about the windows, but they'll click on a link and we'll then take them from the Facebook page back to the company's main website. You have to have the two, and that's why we were talking about earlier, your website is a critical component, but it needs to have the tie-ins to the social media and the email marketing. If you're not tying the two together for social media, drawing traffic to your social site, then pushing it back to your website and vice versa, and then also when someone gets to your website, there's those data capture elements where you can give somebody a reason to fill out a form and give you some information so you could do some future marketing to those people. You had asked wow. me a couple other things. One of the other things I'll mention real quick is an e-newsletter is a great thing to have on your website. Click here to register to subscribe to our e-newsletter. It's, you have to have those things to get people to give you the information. And the other thing I'll also throw out as a last tip is the less information you ask for on a data capture form, the more people you will get to fill it out. It's really that simple. So it's pretty much like, um, you know, what size shoe do you wear, that, and then you, you're eligible for the contest, and that's it. You ask one question or two questions. That's true, because I, I notice for myself when I fill out a form, it's, it's, I don't like a lot. If it starts to become involved, I'm going to click off and say forget it. Exactly. It just needs basic information, name, 
phone number. You don't need their address. You're asking for too much information because now they're wondering, what are you going to do for me? Start building the relationship. As you have the relationship established and you're sending them emails on a regular basis, you can then ask them for more information in future emails. And as right. people feel, and that's why people, you, the part of building the relationship, as they start feeling more comfortable with you because you're doing what you tell them. If you tell them in your privacy statement or in your subscription statement that you're only going to send them two emails a month, don't send them three, four, or five emails because right. you're going to send them. You know, it's just you've got to do what you say you're going to do. Wow. Well, listen, we're we're almost running out of time. Um, I I can't thank you enough. This is just uh, this stuff fascinates me, and I think we have some crossover, you and I. Um, and um, is there anything else that you want to give our listeners before we close off here? Just really, the most important thing is to really pay attention to your Facebook at this time because Facebook right now is very popular. There are a lot of people doing it. Don't overwhelm people with a bunch of self-serving content. Put stuff out there that is going to be of interest to them and watch what goes on with your results. If you're constantly trying to sell people on Facebook, they're going to unlike you very quickly. All right. Well, I want to thank my guest, Peter Martin. Go to CactusSky.com. I want to thank my executive producer, John Mitzel, and my wonderful engineer, Justin Jackman. And next week, uh, stay tuned. We're going to have Graham Newell of 602communications.com. Uh, they're emotional branding specialists. I can't wait to hear what that is. Anyway, we've been on with Peter Martin. This is your host, Maureen Kettis. And don't forget, relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.